Leah. Thanks for having us out here. Thank you. And Leah, uh, a garage gym mom is what I want to focus on with you. And the reason I want to do that is there's a couple of things. Well, first, let's start off with this. Let's start off a little bit on your background and your history, because I think you can relate to a lot of uh, a lot of people out there that have kind of come up from similar uh, similar uh, former athletes, uh, similar backgrounds. And let's get us to where we are today, and then let's talk about how we utilize and maximize uh, our garage gym as a mom. And that's something that we haven't had. You're the first one we've ever featured, so I'm super excited about this uh, for all the right reasons. Yeah, so a uh, little of my background, I grew up as an athlete my whole life, played everything from individual sports to team-oriented sports, um, big, big background in gymnastics, and then followed that up with more of like a basketball specialization, I would say. Um, and then kind of one thing led to another, uh, got out of college and went into competitive exercise or CrossFit. Um, so I would say that in that journey, um, the competitive side of me was always, you know, me, 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 and my training and getting everything in and very um, by the numbers, percentages, control what you're eating, control the percentages of weight that you're lifting, your time trials, your splits, all of that. Um, some weightlifting in there, things like that. And then as I transitioned from competitive athlete to more of a coach, I already started to kind of do the work of it's not all about me. If I'm going to be the best coach, I'm going to have to kind of take a little bit out of like the control of my training and focus it on other people. And then coming into like time to conceive and pregnancy and having a baby, um, total shift because you have to put yourself as a priority, but your training looks nothing like chasing numbers or hitting percentages or even being able to have a clock on because typically mid-workout I'm, you know, chasing a baby down the sidewalk versus, you know, trying to get my workout in for time. So total shift in perspective um, from competitive days to mom days, but the journey in between has been a very humbling ride. For sure. I can only imagine. I can only now. Going from first starting off as an athlete growing up, you went into CrossFit because uh, you were looking for that competitive nature and it was there. You were hitting the percentages and dieting and everything else. Uh, and the reality is, is that you know you still look great. You're still really fit, but you're not you're not counting your calories. You're not you're not you know doing percentages. So I guess kind of give us an idea of. You know, you don't have to go by this set structure as far as it being weightlifting percentages or macros or, you know, certain lifts in the gym. Kind of walk us through that uh, as to, you know, how you went through that process to where you are today and still being fit as a mom and you still, you could still compete at a level uh, that most general population couldn't even touch. Yeah, you know, I've always been amazed at just kind of the evolution of that and that like you think that when you've been removed from it for so long you're gonna you're gonna try it for the first time in a long time and just be totally floored or not be able to lift that weight or do the skill and um, I think because I have a broader training age um, I'm always pleasantly surprised that when I do pull those things out of the toolbox for the most part they're still there and so what I found is that through this journey like I don't need to be doing all of the things to prepare for that but with a GPP program and preparing for life and things actually the, the less perfect things are um, I feel the more prepared I am for anything so for me now and the postpartum period I'm you know almost 11 months postpartum and one of my biggest priorities is not being in the gym or doing a workout because I feel like I need to 
um, but only doing it because I want to. And what that's turned into is more of movement for pleasure versus movement for performance and aesthetics. So movement for pleasure looks more like playing and turning the clock off and doing things that I don't get to do on a regular basis. And it means that like, I don't necessarily need a gym full of things. I just need myself, my body, sometimes my baby, and just you know, getting creative and, and making it more fun and for play, but still finding that I'm getting the things in that are necessary to maintain um, a certain level of fitness, health, and well-being. So essentially moving for pleasure can still keep you prepared to move for performance when you need to. So you didn't abandon performance per se, you just train a little bit differently, but the GPP or general physical preparedness program prepares you for whatever it may be. Yeah. A big lift, uh, doing something, moving the baby, doing things along this. Now, what I want to talk about and really focus on with you and, and, and your BirthFit Houston, which is a fantastic organization, love everything about it, but let's talk a little bit as you as a mom, how the garage gym played a role, uh, you know, pre, intra, postpartum, how you made it work, and you also had some pretty unique devices we're going to dive into that I'm really excited to see, uh, and I was actually fortunate enough to see you use them on your journey, uh, but tell the audience kind of a little bit how the Garage Gym implemented, and also you can interject, we're in Houston, Texas, guys, um, you know, being pregnant, and it, I mean, it, it, it's October right now, and it's, it's probably almost 85, 90 degrees, so uh, kind of walk us through the Garage Gym environment, how it may have affected you, and how you were able to work through that, through the different stages of your pregnancy yeah so in pregnancy in general it's not uncommon that you know especially through the first trimester like you don't feel great um, whether that's just restless your body's producing double the amount of blood double the amount of oxygen and um, while that's great for the body it actually leaves us feeling like I can do 10 air squats and I'm out of breath so it can be really tough and that like the whole cardio thing you might not even want to do that. So I think for me, it was the freedom and flexibility of knowing like, I don't even have to go to a gym or put myself in a state where I feel like I need to push things. I can like listen to my body and push my threshold for whatever I have that day in this setting and kind of be in my own world. Um, I'll also say that when we train in pregnancy, we're, we're training for birth. So if you think about an athlete or a weightlifter, right? We, we don't train for game day the same way for 10 months throughout of the year. You've got your first block, your second block, and kind of your taper down block. It's very similar with pregnancy. And what we find is that when we're only working with barbells or we're doing you know, one plane of motion movement, that we are training in compensation. And we, training for labor and birth, want to train all realms, both sides, all different planes of motion. And so getting in here allowed me to be a little bit more creative. And like, I don't have a barbell, so I have to do more bilateral work versus just unilateral work. Or, um, getting more creative with things, but I feel like I actually covered a lot of weaknesses that I that I didn't know that I had. So, you know, an example of that, like one thing that I love doing in prenatal is dumbbell split jerks but alternating legs and people are like why would you alternate legs but like why wouldn't you what if I have like a big compensation on one side and that shows up in labor and I need that side right so I think that's one big thing in pregnancy that this allowed me to do and then in the postpartum period you know we're more focused on rehab and recovery and just being able to come in here and lay down and be quiet and kind of focus on myself and not feel the need to hop back into a class or to keep up with anyone but to just kind of be able to do my own thing here has been really helpful too. So I take the different stages through this process and all of them were 
basically pulling towards the same goal, and that's that eventually to, to, to give birth. Mm -hmm. So your training goals essentially change the minute you conceive, more or less, knowing. Now, let's dive a little bit into that. So birth fit is essentially that. You are getting fit for birth. Now, specifically, what are some of the things you you concentrate on or focus on? Obviously, you know you you, you mentioned a few things, uh, you know, movement patterns and uh, breathing. It would be something different. Uh, you're not so much barbell anymore. And how were you able to do some of that stuff readily available here? Yeah. So, kind of, I'm just talking about the stuff that we've hit on. Is like I don't have a barbell to do a lot of you know unilateral movement, squatting on two legs or um, pressing, you know, one bar with two arms. So it was a lot of like bilateral work where I did a lot of single arm, single leg work. Um, in addition, I, I've got like odd objects, right? So when you think about picking up a child, you know, you always hear these blanket statements from, or, or I should say outdated information of don't pick up more than 20 pounds or don't let your heart rate get above 140. And the reality is, um, you know, baby comes out seven to 10 pounds plus a car seat, like you're gonna be picking up 20 pounds very quickly um, and not getting your heart rate above 140, like it's gonna get there in labor. So you better hope that you train for it and that's not the first time getting there in nine months. So yeah, like kind of more than anything, my mindset needed to shift to focus to birth, but being in this setting allowed for me to do it in a more pleasant space than just naturally as a competitor. Being in a group and being around other people puts me in a more competitive state. So having my own space, my own equipment, my own plan allowed me to stay more focused on that. So, you know, most of our demographic is majority males, and we know it, guys. So listening to what you're saying, wife just got pregnant, careful what I say. Uh, yeah. What is something I could do? I've always been a garage shimmer. She, she works out, but not so much. What is something I could do to add value and help her through this process? What are some items you mentioned, possibly some dumbbells? What are some other items you would recommend? And I'm not saying guys should go out and buy a bunch of equipment and bring it home to your pregnant wife and say, use it. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, is that if she's wanting to explore and take the next step and possibly add this to her training because of the convenience factor, because of the reasons that Leah listed, what are some of the things you would recommend we get uh, uh, for a significant other. Yeah, so, you know, dumbbells, kettlebells, you can do pretty much everything with. In addition to that, I love like a good slam ball or med ball that you can work different planes of motion, slamming across the body versus straight up and down. Um, other things like a sandbag or something odd, like just getting used to picking something up that's not perfect like a barbell. Um, in addition to maybe some just like a surface that you're comfortable laying on as our body changes or we're a little bit heavier, we're not comfortable on the hard ground anymore. So we've got maybe some different mats or things like that that we can do our breath work on and do some different progressions on. Um, and then ultimately, I think one of the big ways that you can also support is like hopping in and doing the workout with us. Um, one of the things that I talk about for, and I know we have a, a bigger male audience is um, yes, it's called birth fit and it sounds predominantly for women, but we all have a core We all have a pelvic floor and we all train in compensation and that leads to injury. So um, While your wife or your significant other your partner might be taking time to focus on those things It's probably gonna make you a better athlete in person as well So one of the big things is like hey I've had many workout sessions where I was, you know, clean and jerking dumbbells. Asia might have come in and used a barbell in the gym or worked out in here with me and did the same movement with a stone or something like that. Um, but we found that, like, being able to train with one another in this setting was super helpful for me as well. 
She brings up a very good point. Me already, already assuming oh, I just bring her some stuff and call it good. Quite to the contrary. It's about it, it, it's about spending the time together and getting better together and essentially saying, hey, you know, I'm 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 gonna dedicate some time to training, but I'm gonna sacrifice what I wanted to do and I'm gonna do what, what you are gonna do because that's what's best for us as we sit today. And I absolutely love that. Now, give us some details and kind of give us a little, you know, background on BirthFit. It's a very unique organization. Uh, I've been I've been fortunate enough to kind of follow you through the journey. I think it's fantastic. There's nothing out there that existed. Nobody would ever touch it. There's so much misinformation, old information out there. You're pregnant, don't do this, do that. Uh, it's it's hard to even put a blanket statement out there for the world, and that's essentially what they've done. Uh, how did BirthFit come about in, in, in a world that nobody would touch? I mean, it, 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 you know, fitness and, and pregnancy was almost a bad word. Yeah. Um, so BirthFit in general as the organization is an empowering educational platform, and we focus on four pillars of fitness, nutrition, mindset, and connection. So a lot of people say, oh, it's just, you know, fitness for pregnant women, but we are four pillars, and fitness is one of the things, but just like we know with everything else in life, you can fitness yourself to death, but if the lifestyle piece isn't there, the mindset piece isn't there, you're not really going anywhere. So we take the time and intention to educate and empower women and families for birth, but also for that recovery period postpartum, typically. Um, in America, you know, back to work in 12 weeks, no paid maternity leave, no support for paternity leave. And it's like, we have this culmination of, hey, you're fragile, don't pick something up, be safe for nine, 10 months when actually we're the strongest, most superhuman version of ourselves in pregnancy. And then we either have major abdominal surgery or we have a baby vaginally and it's like, okay, six weeks, you're cleared for sex, you're cleared for exercise, like get back at it. And we need to flip that. So birth fits here because it's like, hey, there's no um, standard rehab protocol for birth in America. And it's one of the most common things that we do. But if you have ACL surgery six weeks out, you know, your legs in a machine, you know exactly what you can do. You're not training for your half marathon, but with birth, it's like, okay, six weeks go. And so essentially we're here to provide information, education, but also a safe space to recover and train intentionally for these time periods and not just be thrown back into the mix. So with BirthFit, it's not, you don't have to be a part of it the minute you conceive. It's something if you're trying to conceive, there's value to it because this may help you conceive by getting active with different uh, you know, exercises with the hormone levels. The nutrition is a big thing. The sleep, obviously, breathing. There's so many aspects of it. Um, so essentially, BirthFit can start before conception. Yeah. And then even post, how far post does it even go? Because you just mentioned, you know, there's no flat, flat uh, uh, you know, blanket policy out there when you can and can't go back. So what I'm hearing, I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, is that, you know, you're going to go back at your time when, you're about, when your body's healed and ready. And essentially, BirthFit is providing that environment to tell you when you're ready to take the next step versus being a six-week, eight-week, 12-week type ready program. Yeah, so in the postpartum period, we consider it your postpartum for the rest of your life. Um, so I've worked with women that have, you know, 18-year-olds who never healed appropriately or are experiencing dysfunction because they didn't heal appropriately. So we actually have a postpartum timeline, zero to two weeks, you're doing something specific, two to six weeks, something specific, three months to a year, something specific, and kind of working back that way. Um, and like you said, we have preconception programs. Our whole prenatal online program has it if you don't have a barbell platform. So, hey, we want you to do this. We realize as a parent, 
you're going to have to get in your garage for 30 minutes or do it in your living room. You don't have to have all of the equipment. And then our newest thing that I actually am really proud of that I worked on is training with your cycle. And we're the first program to offer women um, something to train with their female cycle. So we're not maxing out reps at times of the month where like you, you shouldn't be and you're not going to feel good. So we're even taking it away from pregnancy to just let women kind of understand a little bit more about their body. And our whole idea is that you, you can do this anywhere with minimal equipment, and it doesn't require a gym membership to do so. Well, that's what I love, and that's where the garage gym comes into play with this, guys, is that this is, you know, especially during the, the, the time of pregnancy and the different trimesters and everything, there's a lot of moving parts, a lot of things happening. It's fun, it's exciting, it's scary. There's so many emotions going on at once. And being able to have the garage gym and be able to utilize it when you feel good enough to utilize it and be able to, 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 to do different movements that you're capable of at that point in time for your pregnancy has a lot of value. Yeah. And it doesn't require a lot. She just said a couple dumbbells, kettlebells, uh, you know, a mat to lay down on, uh, something simple that we can add. And most importantly, guys, if you guys are listening, I was, and hopefully you were, join your wife in the workouts. Be a part of the process. Trust us. She just told us what to do. We can't ever figure it out. This and that. She just told us. So let's see if you listen. I know. I wish I would have had that advice at my point in time, and I did, but I promise you, if it does happen again, I will be there in the workouts with her. Awesome. It has been a pleasure uh, uh, talking with you. I love the concept of BirthFit. I love you know what you've done with the minimalistic approach and how you fit it in. You got it in where you could fit it in. And what I want to do is just go through some of these movements with you and touch on and touch even on some of the equipment uh, that you use through the process in the garage at the convenience at the time we want to use it.